Do you remember on TV shows from America when you were younger, people would go around collecting cans to bring them to the shops for money? Well, a similar system is happening in Ireland from today. Let me explain. And by me, I mean me, Ben Finnegan. Let me explain with Sean Defoe, a News Talk original. On February 1st, today, if you're listening as soon as this episode comes out, the deposit return scheme has become live in Ireland. So what do we need to know about it? Well, firstly, a bottle or can of a fizzy drink or mineral, depending on what part of the country you're from, will cost more. How much more? Well, it depends on the container. The extra cost, which is a deposit, will cost anything from 15 to 25 cent. The 15 cent will apply to plastic bottles and aluminium and steel cans between 150 mils and 500 mils inclusive. So if you have a 500 mil bottle or can, it's a 15 cent deposit. That's all your standards, drinks, cans and bottles. No tins of tomatoes or beans, just yet anyway. Now a standard can of Coke, 330 milliliters that you might get with your lunch in the shop, that'll be 15 cent more. So on average, it will cost around 165. But if you're buying a multi-pack of four, it'll be 60 cent more because each can comes with a deposit. The same will go for cans of alcohol. 15 cent extra on a 500 milliliter can of Guinness, let's say. And if it's multiple cans, it'll be 15 cent per can extra. Get it? Now, for those bottles or cans more than 500 milliliters, and let's face it, it's mainly bottles, you'll have to pay an extra 25 cent. Everything up to three liters will have that charge. So not the big five liter drums of water you may buy in the shop. Still with me? So what do you do with them? Well, I feel I've spoken enough uninterrupted. Kieran Foley is CEO of the company running this entire scheme called Return. When you bring the bottle or can back to a participating shop or supermarket, you will put your can or bottle back through a reverse vending machine. There are some manual options available also. And when you bring it back, you'll get that deposit back. See, it's easy. I could probably end this podcast here. That's the system explained. But you probably have more questions like... Why is this happening? Why are certain things not included? And how can this help the environment? Fine. For the second time, let me explain. Again. Right. So why is this happening? Well, simply, Ireland's recycling rates around these items, bottles and cans, just isn't good enough. Through EU regulations, we need to be hitting a recycling rate of plastics of 50% by 2025. And latest figures from the Environmental Protection Agency, that's the EPA, says in 2021... We were just at 28%. Is that right? 28%. And we need to be at 50% next year. Right. Okay. Well, specifically for the plastic bottles, 90% of them need to be recycled by 2030. Right, so we do have a bit of work to do. That's one of the main reasons for the introduction of this scheme. We just have to get better at recycling these products. As well as that, now close your eyes for a second, bear with me. You're walking through a beautiful domain or park in Offaly or Roscommon, or even a coastal walk in Kerry or Waterford. Everything is lovely, it's a great day. Until you see someone decided to throw a plastic bottle or can on the side of the path. Day is ruined. Nothing can bring you back. You may as well try again tomorrow. Now the hope is... Those litter bugs won't be willing to throw away the bottle if it was worth some money to them. Right, so where were we in your questions? Why are certain items not included? Well, 
It's simple, because we're not terrible at recycling other things. Again, here's Kieran Foley from Return. These products are the ones that are deemed the most difficult to recycle, if you like, and having the biggest impact on the environment, because a lot of them are consumed on the go. Some schemes include glass, and the good news for Ireland is we're already achieving a very high recycling rate on glass, so at this point we don't need to include that in the scheme. But if we did drop below 80% recycling for glass, we would have to include that also. So there you are. Keep recycling your glass bottles of wine and beer the way you are and we'll be fine. Next question. You there. Do the bottles and cans have to be cleaned? Great question. Really glad you asked that because I've prepared an answer for it. Now, they don't have to be cleaned. You could slug away at your can of rock shandy, take the last slurp and put it straight into the machine and get your money. But, and here is where there could be issues, they can't be damaged. No more can crushing for extra space. No more picking at a bottle's label because you're a fidgeter. Again, here's Kieran Foley. Yeah, I think it's a really important part where you talk about this being a major behavioural change and social change it certainly is. And I think crushing cans is a thing that we need to be a thing of the past. The reverse vending machine needs to be able to read the, the barcode. So it's important that it's at least in good enough condition. Right. Let's now deal with the actual machines. How will they work? Well, the chances are you've seen them at your local shop. Some may be as small as a coffee machine. Well, I've seen others, which are outside in car parks. They're about the size of a bus stop, so it's hard miss. Return estimate there will be more than 1,800 live machines from today, so there won't be a shortage. Now, obviously, some large towns might have a few machines at different shops. Some villages in rural Ireland mightn't have them because the shop is too small. But basically, wherever you do your big shop, there should be one there. So you bring your bottle or can, or if you're collecting bottles or cans, you place them into a little hole in a machine where the scanner is. It'll scan the barcode and through a conveyor belt, off goes your little bottle or can to its new life. Hopefully, someday you'll drink out of it again. After thinking of that, you should probably clean them first. Anyway, you put in all your items, you get a little receipt which can be in the form of a voucher or a cashback option. You can use that voucher in that specific shop to get money off your shop. Annoying, I know, but look, that's the way it is. You can't go to a different shop and use the voucher. But if you go for the cash option, it'll be the same value as the voucher, so you could go and use that in a different shop if you please. All right, time for some more audience participation. Another question, please. So if I have a few bottles or cans sitting at home already, can I just bring them to a machine? No. They should be recycled in the normal way in your green bin. The reason for that is the only cans or bottles which will be eligible for the machines will have the return logo, which is an or with the recycling symbol around it. You'll also know from the cost you pay. And for some time, there will be some shops which will be selling the same fizzy drinks, but at different costs. Again, here's my good friend Kieran Foley to explain. Yeah, potentially. So obviously some retailers and producers are doing this differently. Some are putting the new stock in straight away from the 1st of February. Others will be running product down. Obviously, we had to allow a transition period. We didn't want to waste any product. So to let it run through the supply chain, there will be both non-logoed and logoed product in stores at the one time up until the end of the end of May. There you go. Up to the end of May, you could get a return bottle or a can, or you might get a regular recyclable bottle or can. The most obvious ways to check is A, it'll have a return symbol and B, the cost of it. See, nothing really to worry about. Change can be good and let's face it, 
We're behind the curve on this. 15 other European countries have a system like this. In Germany, they have 98% recycling rates from having their return bottles. So if we're as successful as that, we'd have no problem hitting our EU recycling rate targets. But also, recycling is big money business. So while you're paying a deposit on the can or a bottle, which you get back, this scheme has to be financially worth it for return, which is running it for the state. And as well as that, the retailers who installed these machines at their own cost they could get a grant, but they cost between 13,000 and 100,000 euro. So shops, particularly small ones, have complained about the cost of this scheme. Now here's Vincent Jennings from the Convenience Stores and News Agents Association, who spoke to Pat Kenny on News Talk in recent weeks. He was asked how many bottles or cans would need to be returned for them to make their money back. 400,000, Pat. If you're going to throw in the, the, you know, the, the, the payments on your machine, plus your energy, plus your labour, plus additional insurance, and obviously the loss of mm. space in your shop. That's not small money. And here's Kieran Foley again to explain how much the shops get for each of your returns. We pay the shops and the supermarkets a handling fee. So it's 2.2 cent per product if you're doing a automated collection through a reverse vending machine, and it's 2.6 cent per container if you're doing a manual collection. So it's a big investment for some smaller shops for a very slow return. Return gets funded in three ways. One is producers pay a fee for every product that's placed in the market in the first place. We also get the revenue from the sale of the material and any unredeemed deposits. So if the consumer doesn't bring the the can or bottle back to the store, an unredeemed deposit, we, we hold that money as well. And that's what pays for the retailer handling fees and the grants that are available for smaller retailers to get reversal vending machines. Now, there's also something Kira mentioned there about manual returns. How would they work? Well, the return website says every shop or retailer has to register. Regardless of whether they'll have a machine or not, it's about whether they sell these cans or bottles. And when asked what happens in that situation, Vince Jennings from the News Agents Association was a tad dramatic when he said they'd be taking their and their staff's lives into their own hands. Now, what he seemingly was talking about there was the potential for people to counterfeit the return logo onto older bottles. Obviously, the machine will eke that out. But if you were doing it manually, you run the risk of doing that. And and, and you don't need that kind of... You're handing out the money. And then when it eventually goes back to the people who are processing it, because the bottle then will be taken away uh, a couple of weeks later, and you'll be then told... You'll be, you'll be expecting your uh, 100 times 25 cent uh, uh, to the deposit, and you're told, no, all of those were um, were fake. There you have it. The deposit return scheme, consider it explained. And with everything, there'll be no doubt some teething problems expected, but give it some time and be second nature to us all. Now, thanks for listening. Don't forget to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. John Gill is the series editor and Lachlan Hart is on sound.